0: Welcome to a brand new week on the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment hey good morning hey good morning Steve
2: oh good morning Welcome good back morning
0: Dawn McLean is here as well Hello. oh good morning Don good morning Hello. how was your day off
2: um it was good it was good my wife was out of town she went what? on a, uh, a birthday friendcation.
1: That's
2: cool nice. Years ago, Elizabeth Reese, I think legally I have to say this. Elizabeth Reese, I was like, oh, what should I get my wife for uh, for uh her birthday's coming up? Uh, and she said, you know what you should give her is one of your vacation days. And I said, what does that, what do you mean? And she said, you know, sh- she stays at home with the kids all the time. She doesn't get a vacation day. When you get a vacation, it's like a real wow. removal from your what daily duties. She idea. doesn't get that. So then we started years ago by doing, um, I would take a day off of work she then wasn't allowed to help with the kids for that weekend you know those two days or whatever with Friday Saturday sometimes Friday Saturday Sunday and she would just pile around with girls around town and get things done go to the movies dinner whatever and then this year um, we thought wouldn't it be fun if you could go and see a friend without she, every other time she's done she's traveled with a child especially a baby she left everybody here this time and we determined that we think we the kids and, and me that this should happen every year. That mom's birthday present, until further notice, is just happy birthday. Go somewhere, hop a flight. You know, you can get it for a few hundred bucks. You save up, plan for it, and then you're somewhere else without any kids for a few days. Yes, that's
0: so a she great was able gift. to do
2: that, and um, she got to go to like the Magnolia, the Chip and Joe Magnolia silos, oh. you know, down in Dallas. What? Yeah. So cool. the, her friend is in Texas, so they did a night oh. in Waco. Oh. And then toured around Magnolia and then uh, went to her house in Dallas and spent the remainder of the couple nights there. But it was great. And then we just had, uh we just had dad, we called it dadcation. And we just chilled and played a lot of games. And were there stressful moments? Sure. Tense moments <laughs> when you find yourself, I'm a teeth gritter. You know that? I'm a teeth gritter, not a yeller.
0: Uh-oh. Oh, I see.
2: My te- I get frustrated. It's like my fourth grade teacher, Mr. Skirpin, would always do that. Grit his teeth, and you're like, Oh man, he seems angry. Uh, so we had some teeth gritting moments, but we had a good old time, played all sorts of games. do you know how long the game trouble takes? Mm, that's <laughs> the one that you long.
0: press that big bubble thing. Right? Is yes, yeah, trouble? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Guys. And it's I got have to like marbles you- or whatever?
2: Yeah. Uh, you have, there's a die in there. Well, there are various games. There's Parcheesi, okay. there's Sorry, and there's Trouble. They're all derivatives oh. of the same game. Get around the board. If somebody lands on you, you have to go back home. Tr- uh, trouble, with the pop matic thing in the middle, which we uh, kids love, uh, is the easiest one to learn. Guys, we had to tap out after 45 minutes. It is a... It is a blood path. All you do is get people out, and then they have to go back to start. That is an <laughs> eternal game that no one I'm warns sorry. you of.
0: 45 minutes is not that long. I thought you were going to say four hours. I mean, yeah, like Monopoly never yeah. ends. No,
2: but I know, but this is ages six plus, and it's a tiny little, There is no strategy. It's pop You hit the popper, the dice flips over, and you go that many things. We could not believe the pain train that this was. You just kept going home. Up your home again. Start over. Start over. We played Trouble. That's We nice. played Twister. Oh, that's we fun. We played Charades. Oh, great. We did an obstacle course. Um, we watched movies. It was great. Father yeah, was of the time. Year
0: Award, and Now is Lou home?
2: She is home. Yep, okay. we all picked her up from the airport last night. I even brought the dog. That was stupid. Uh, <laughs> leave the dog at home if ever given the opportunity. Don't bring them with a car a van full of four kids and then a whining dog said, no. like, why i'm in the car you never take me in the car Are you taking me to the vet again we're going oh. to the vet aren't oh, we
0: oh god no you only do that when you're picking the kids up at the airport you have the dog in the car yeah right <laughs>
2: i know not the mom who like yeah, okay fine get we'll get a dog from,
0: yeah oh my gosh so oh gosh, uh yeah it was, it was
2: a nice it was a nice nice busy weekend how about you guys
0: um Great! I painted most of the weekend. Oh, I wonderful! I discovered something about myself. Oh, tell me more. I'm a terrible <laughs> painter. I have no luck. Oh, that's right. You I are. just I know now. I'm calling a 360 painting of Minneapolis. So you try okay. to take Again. on a little project <laughs> yeah. on your own. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So here's something I didn't realize: if you have a can of paint mm-hmm. that you bought at an outlet store yeah. where it was probably sitting for God knows how long, and you try to stir it yourself, yeah, the paint separates on the wall. Yeah. And so you probably know this, Dawn, too. because you have, to from go sex. have him shake it. Shake it. Mm. Yes. From and I didn't sex? realize. What did sex? you say sex, from having sex? T, as in Tom. Oh, sex. Yes. On. So I didn't know that every time you let it sit for a month or two, that you have to go get it reshaken. Yeah, you can Did you guys go to the know Home that?
1: Depot and have them shake it? And for they'll you. do it
0: for you. Sometimes yeah. they're they're crabby about it, but they'll do it. Yeah. Um, not necessarily Home Depot. Just fill in the blank. Yeah. Um, because you know the the top has to be on tight, and then they have to put something over it.
2: I've always thought if you just stir it nope. long enough, nope. it will mix
0: nope well it does but it's not enough Mm. because then you do it on the wall and then you notice streaks and Mm. dark and light and that's what's been happening to me and i never knew that they don't write it on the can nobody tells you may i
2: ask a question yes please were you doing touch-up or covering a brand like covering a new wall brand new new okay okay
0: brand new okay and so then I noticed it looked terrible. And then I brought the can to be shaken. Did the next coat on top of that one, and it's mm. fine. Oh, okay. okay, but it's just now I'm going to do some trim, and I'm like, well, this mm. can's been sitting there for mm. I don't know six months. Do I have to bring the tiny little trim can? in? Yeah,
2: I feel like you'd be able to really shake that.
0: No, I don't know. Like, do you shake it physically, like with your hands? Like, I'm just a stir. Me too.
2: But you have to really stir for. I think you could get it there. But it would take a lot of stirring. I don't know. You know, as you're mentioning streaks and stuff, Donna, I'm also a little bit, having painted a lot of walls, I'm a little bit concerned about what your um, rolling technique is. How much paint you have on the brush, and right. if you're pressing or just letting the roll just go very naturally. Well, if you feel like you're pressing, it's not a good sign. It's going to be streaky.
0: Okay, well that's why it's streaky because um, I've watched YouTube videos too, and this isn't yeah. the first time I've ever painted in my life. Right, I've been painting my whole life. This is the <laughs>
2: it's first her backup time career.
0: This has happened to me mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. like back to back to back situations. Yes, please. I've never. I don't know if the quality of the paint isn't as good. I, I feel like I'm just. Easily rolling, but then when you realize you don't have another roll roller, you know mm-hmm. you're stuck using the same one. Sometimes you do; it doesn't go on the roller as evenly. This is riveting conversation. I'm sorry. We always
2: start with with roll. You know, like brush. What do we want? A nine inch brush? Let's start the show with the nine inch versus the seven inch medium nap to a heavy nap.
0: Oh, I was doing like seven eighths.
2: Nice, Donna.
0: Thank you. Anyway, who cares? Dawn, what did you do?
1: I um, practiced making what I'm going to do on Twin Cities Live. Oh, did ah! they reach out to again, you? Again. All yes, right. Yes, did. So I'll be doing that on the 31st. I only oh, have like five minutes, so I'm practicing the part you know, that I'll have on camera. Yeah, because
2: the tricky thing is, yeah, you don't have the full time to do the full thing. So this is a condensed, you have a finished product, and then you're like, here's how you demo this, here's how you do this, and then here's how this And I've
1: decided what Steve's going to be doing and what Elizabeth's going to be doing. Nice. I'm giving Steve the, the creative aspect and something that might... He might screw up. Oh, perfect. (laughs) This is great. This is what everybody does. When is airing, by the way? Uh, I'm
0: going. The 31st. Yeah. Okay. Oh, great. This is wonderful. You'll have to remind us as it gets closer to that time. Uh, We're up against the clock. When we come back, we want to tell you about a really cool contest we have going on on our website right now, especially if you're an Uber MyTalk fan. Yes it 's going to be really fun I think
2: <laughs> Also, it 's a, uh, a money Monday that 's coming up at eleven thirty which ties into our Facebook question. If you won ten thousand dollars, which by the way, you can do on my talk right now, what would you do with the money realistically ten grand it 's not a million bucks it 's ten grand. What would you do with that money? So you can go to our Facebook page. And answer that. So we'll reveal the uh, big contest that we are launching today that you can be a part of when we come back. Also, I have a I have an update that I need to give you on the personal side of things. Okay. And that comes up when we return. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Hey Donna.
0: Hey Steve. When did you get here?
2: I've been here the whole time. Hey, I want to oh. talk with you about my underwear again, if I may. Oh God. All right. Listen. You know that I love my Chill Boys. They are bamboo boxer briefs. But here is what's happening. I've loved them from the first time that I put them on my legs. Instantly felt the difference. So cool and so comfortable. So now, anytime that I have to put on some stupid underwear Uh that aren't chill boys, Uh I feel like an idiot.
0: You should. You should. They are a local company offering great men's underwear. But can I point out, Steve, that Mm -hmm. um, ladies, if you're tired of thongs making you feel like you've got a constant wedgie, (laughs) might I suggest you get yourself a pair of soft bamboo boxers from Chill Boys?
2: I've always said that I would never wear a thong. But I'll tell you this. If my buddies at Chill Boys made a thong, (laughs) (laughs) I'd try it on. I'm just saying I would try it on. Hey, if you want more information, you can go to chillboys.com.
0: Chill boys, comfort where it counts. What uh, what's your update?
2: My update is: last week I talked about that Coffee Mate creamer realization I had yes. that I was actually having eight tablespoons of creamer in each cup of coffee, and I usually have three <laughs> cups in the morning. Uh-huh. So when I thought, oh, bad news, I might be doing like thirty grams total in a morning of uh, sugar. And then I found out I'm actually doing 120 grams of sugar (laughs) and nearly 900 calories in the morning. Then another cup in the afternoon.
1: 900. 900. (laughs) Oh, my
2: God. 900 calories and 120 grams of purely processed sugar. Just processed. Like, your body cannot make sense of processed sugar. That's like five
0: times what you're supposed to have in a day. Yes. And that's almost, you know, for a lot of people, uh, at least half. To oh more than gosh. half of their daily caloric intake. Oh, my gosh. That's like uh, almost all
1: of what yeah. I have to have.
2: Well, and then you guys uh. have heard me having this dad bod complex, wondering why I'm trying these different things. I'm eating different. I'm working out. Why can't I break through? I was stuck. I was stuck at 202 to 205.8. I was right in there. And that 205.8 is like my all-time high. And so I'm thinking, I cannot figure this out. I don't know what in the heck. And it turns out that if your body has to churn through (laughs) 120 grams of sugar in every morning just to get to a fat burning state, guess what? You're not going to get to the fat burning state. I told this to a neighbor and he said, Oh my gosh, this is me. So he's doing the same thing, measuring so that he could go figure it out and seeing if this is finally the thing that could allow him to break through.
0: So I am down,
2: I'm down five pounds since last Wednesday. and nothing else has changed. It's, it, you know, I'm still exercising and trying to eat smart, like kind of carb low, keto-ish. But again, I've been doing all sorts of different things. I, I did a juice cleanse and didn't the scale didn't move. I had like a thousand calories a day for three days and nothing moved. It's the coffee mate. It was destroying my physique. <laughs> and I'm like... so hopeful now, and I haven't been in a while, that I, gosh darn it, I am going to get... Um, I'm gonna get abs. I want them just to prove to myself at 37 that I can get them, and I'm gonna get them. And you it's gonna em. be because that stupid coffee mate being right. gone. Go get
0: them, Tiger.
1: It's like <laughs> having three <laughs> Sorry. Snickers. Sorry, it's like having three and a half Snickers. Yeah,
2: Don. I did all sorts of things. It would be housing four Mountain Dews every, or excuse me, three Mountain Dews every morning. I <laughs> yeah. would look at that and say that's a problem. But I looked at my coffee and said, "Oh, that's innocuous." Please drink your coffee. <laughs> right. Don't let anybody tell you the the Snickers. It's crazy. It would be like having a full movie-sized box of hot tamales in another half. Every morning. Every morning.
0: Well, congratulations. Yeah. Paige. Yeah. Way to go. Woo! All right. Now I'll hit this.
2: Billy Bob Thornton has a phobia. And it's a phobia of a thing that... I guess you can have a phobia of anything. I just didn't know that this was a thing.
0: Did I get it right?
2: No. You guessed orange food. Yes. Where did that come from? Because
0: there was a tabloid story years ago that Billy Bob Thornton would not eat anything orange.
2: Maybe he's just kind of a quirky guy. Billy Bob Thornton has a phobia of antiques.
0: Oh yeah, I heard that too. What? Yeah.
2: He refuses to stay in a room at a hotel that has furniture from earlier than 1950. (laughs) What a bizarre thing. He's
0: so he,
2: that's your kind of guy Donna.
0: yeah totally oh, hot topic looks
2: doubt. like he manages a hot topic yep. <laughs> and has been in a bar brawl yep
0: he's currently. got your blood on a necklace yeah. yeah wears
2: a wallet chain and you're yeah.
0: absolutely right about that he is like the kind of guy that i would be attracted to and Donna, because he's
2: weird and he's super nice too He is nice. So that's wonderful. You got a bad guy who looks like a bad guy, but he's really a good guy. Hell, he's afraid of antiques. How bad could you be? (laughs) Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app.
1: Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your
0: podcasts.
2: (laughs) What is that? A doily? (laughs)
0: Oh my God, get that doily out of here. Remember we had that story about people who are afraid of jewelry? Like it's an actual thing. Like oh if they're celebrities, I'll Google this mm. um, after this segment and tell you who those people are. That they are terrified of jewelry. They get married, <laughs> they can't wear a wedding ring. Oh, really? Yes, it's a, it's an actual like condition. Yeah, you familiar, Dawn? No, I just <laughs> I just am amazed that I
1: I haven't heard of this. I thought I knew all of them because I've watched a lot of My Strange Addiction.
0: Oh, yes. Yes. I can't remember. It's called Cosmophobia. cosmomophobia, Cosmimophobia.
2: Cosmophobia.
0: The fear of jewelry. Oh. Cosmocramerphobia.
2: <laughs> I just don't like it when people burst in. Right. Oh, my
0: God. That's fun. Finally, this
2: speaking of weirdos, let's talk about Canadians for a second. Okay. The majority of people in Canada don't use the term "colored pencils." They call them pencil crayons.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh that's cute. I like that. <laughs> that's sort of cute. Canadians are so cute. Yeah. All right. When we come back, uh, Don McLean finished a docu-series that I was watching. Thieves started, never got to the second episode. I'm sure, uh, but I would love to hear your impressions of. Allen versus Pharaoh. when we come right back on My
2: Talk. If you're a parent like me, you understand how hard it can be to work out at home. That's why you will love going to the Y. They have group exercise classes, and it's safe and clean with limited admittance, hand sanitizer everywhere, and well-spaced equipment. And you can even earn a free month if you join by March 31st. So just go to ymcanorth.org. And
0: we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Ooh, so much TV lately. I know. Um, People are talking about this: Allen versus Pharaoh, the story of Mia Pharaoh, Woody Allen, um, accusations of um, uh, child sex abuse. Uh, He has um, never paid for. That he's never gone to trial, yeah, kind of still been making movies. Um, Dawn, you just finished it. Mm-hmm. What was your overall takeaway? Did you finish it, Donna? Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: I am so glad this documentary is out there, me too, so that she can finally be believed because me too. I am a hundred and fifty percent sure that he did this, I agree, and that he is guilty of this. Um, And also bringing into light things that happened in the legal system to protect him, um, uh, crimes that I consider, you know, of covering up Mm -hmm. that he uh, so that he wouldn't be prosecuted in New York. Mm -hmm. Um, There were there was a man who was a social worker who interviewed her in New York, Dylan, Mm -hmm. when she was a child. And his report was. And this guy, his name is Paul. I can't recall his last name. He had been given an award for his service and his work in um, this area of work and and helping victims of sexual abuse and and prosecuting, not prosecuting, but.
0: Bringing to a, the attention yes, of the Yes, and so that people
1: could be prosecuted. His expert opinion was really important that he, they had never given an award to a social worker for this kind of work. And he was honest about the fact that he was positive that she had been sexually abused by mm-hmm. Woody Allen. And they ended up, they didn't like that. The higher up people said, no, we're not going to go along with this and ended up firing yes, him. He got right. fired and then he got an attorney Because he, for losing his job, and I'm so glad that he won his case and got his job back because they just wanted to destroy all of his evidence to protect Woody Allen because, I mean, the mayor of New York is involved, all of these high-ranking
0: people to sweep that under the rug. Yeah, Steve, Um, hmm. this is like so messed up, like the... So Woody Allen brought a a lot of money to the city of New York because he always highlighted New York in his movies. Yeah, he was making films in New York
1: and people revere him and they put him on a pedestal, Mm -hmm. you know? And it was around the time where he was just such, like, the most... Beloved, you know, director. And and it just goes to show you how people, when they don't want to believe, they have this idea of what someone is and who someone is, Mm -hmm. and they don't even know them, and they don't want that image to be destroyed and they will do anything to try to protect it. Whenever there's a child who will never, she's going to grow up and as an adult, she'll never be the same. She still has trauma
0: over it. Yeah. Even during the interview at one point she was, you know, had to take a minute.
1: Yeah. It's just like, uh, it's so important that this, all of this is coming out now and how we can see that there were really bad people covering this up and and how he's just gotten to live his life yeah right. and even in 2016 it, he or 14 maybe he was given this lifetime achievement award at the oscars mm-hmm. and you know she's just sitting there while everyone's celebrating this man who mm. has changed her life forever yeah
2: so let me ask you don uh, donna had kind of a take on this you're now sitting with the the question of what do you do with Woody Allen movies moving forward? Can you separate the artist from his art? Do you feel like you need to boycott his movies? Will you still watch them and sort of you know, shake your head or wonder how I- – Guy can make such good art and be such a creep.
1: And we had a talk about that like last week uh, before I ended up watching the rest of this. And Mm -hmm. um, I think a half of the last episode is about that very thing. Yes. And I think you'll change your mind about that. I have. I won't ever watch a Woody Allen film again. Mm -hmm. I won't. And I don't respect him as a person, a human being. And I do think you need to. There were so many great experts on there talking about this very thing. Hmm. Film critics, journalists who say you should separate the art from Hmm. or you should not separate it. You should not separate it. You should. These people should not be able to um, because it just diminishes the power of art. And it's just not good for art. Hmm. Right. When we let bad people be celebrated in that things. way yeah. you know it's just they
0: shouldn't be able to have a career anymore yeah so yeah i don't know he got away with so much i mean i even think he took advantage of his wife who i don't i think as an adult she was a college student he ends up having this affair with her. Mani- I feel like he manipulated her into this affair. You're because- talking about Sunni,
1: yes, yeah. Um, and there is in there's testimony in court about um, because there was some type of a court case. Well, during the Allen versus Farrell about Sunni. And the doorman, the maid, mm-hmm. the um, the manager of the apartments that he lived in, mm-hmm. they testified that she had been coming over to his apartment during high school mm-hmm. for
0: years. Because her school was like very Down close the to his apartment. And yeah.
1: they would have to. The maid said that there would be condom wrappers and mm-hmm. she had to change the sheets. And she at the time was like 15, 16. Yeah. So...
0: It's just text, it's just like, this guy is a bad guy. Yeah. He is a bad... But he's the worst kind of bad guy, because he thinks he's the victim in all uh-huh. of this. It's you know what just, I, mean?
1: oh, I just hope everybody watches it so that we believe victims more. And it was very heartwarming to see that... She is finally being believed by people and that celebrities during the Me Too movement were asked, do you believe Dylan Farrow? And they were like, I believe you. And now everyone's tweeting her
0: saying, I believe you, Dylan. Mm -hmm. And I just I'm so glad I am, too. I really am. There's some crazy stuff that happened, like Dawn just mentioned, where they would destroy uh, their notes. Oh my like, gosh. Yeah, they did this study. The, 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 uh, the psychiatrist or the was it or was it the prosecute? No, no
1: it was psychologists at
0: Yale who did. Um, they were child
1: psychologists. Yes. They yes. interviewed her uh, nine times, yes. which is completely ridiculous that is they don't do that that's not how you handle something because it traumatizes the child Mm. and so they said that her answers were inconsistent but she was traumatized by having to answer and talk about this over and over again and so they said she's lying her mother coached her but she just would shut down because she and then they ended up which is absolutely not protocol they ended up destroying all the notes yeah, But then Woody Allen used, he had a press conference saying, they said, I didn't do it.
0: Yeah. Oh, it, it's God.
1: just oh, so, it's so revolting. He, I just,
0: yes, he's ugh, gross. And it
1: is worth watching. It sounds like something like if you're not in a good mood that you wouldn't want to watch. But by the end of it, you will feel relieved that you did watch it and you know
0: some you've learned things See that's how I feel by watching these things cuz I feel like there's a benefit to yeah, it. Yeah, there really is. And I just I uh that prosecutor so well guy I feel like at first you have mixed feelings because the prosecutor interviewed Dylan farrow and when you know she's just a little tiny girl. Yeah. and she shut down and he thought well why am I going to put her th- through the trauma of a trial, so they, he did not proceed with
1: prosecuting criminal charges against Woody Allen. Woody Allen, even though he did believe that he did it, he did not bring up criminal charges in Connecticut
0: where it happened because he believed that the, the trauma to, to Dylan would have been so much greater and she was she was shutting down. she wasn't talking so they sure. didn't really have they didn't really have a case without her. And so she kind of meets up with this prosecutor, uh, you know, in current day and reconciles, you know, that he had never been punished or sent to jail for it. Yeah, I feel like the testimony of all the babysitters would well, should have been enough and, to and, hold up
1: and the children. I felt like that they could
0: have. I did too. I I
1: felt like they could have won, but you know what?
0: It's water under the bridge. You can't do anything about it now. But anyway, Alan versus Pharaoh. It is on each other. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, how did you get to the second episode yet, Steve?
2: No, I'm still only through one.
0: I think once you see the second episode, you can't stop. Yes, yes, because you're like, what? How is this guy walking around this? This girl from the time she was seven to now, she's got to be in her late mid to late 30s, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. She's never changed her story, not once. Hmm. So,
2: let's take could man. check.
0: That. I know it's just a terrible, terrible story. I mean, even her, um, she's married now mm-hmm. and she has a daughter, and it's impacted her relationship with her husband. You know, there are things that trigger oh, sure. her. Mm-hmm. And oh, her yeah. life will never be the same. And this guy does not; he doesn't seem to have an ounce of remorse. Yeah, he'll never admit. Because he'll to never it. admit to it. Yeah, he's yeah.
2: eighty-six. Boy, and the poor—he's so, yeah. eighty-six. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, the poor innocence of uh, children there too. This is reminding me of last night. We were watching American Idol for the first time. This oh, year. I
0: watched a little bit too.
2: Yeah, in Hollywood Week. Um, but there was this sweetheart girl. I don't know how old she is now. I don't probably somewhere between eighteen and twenty-five, and she said. Oh, gosh. That her mother had told her at some point when she was growing up, um, life would be so much easier had I not had you. Mm -hmm. And now her mom ended up, like, moving out, and she doesn't have a relationship anymore. Mm. But she, this, you saw the fragility of this woman today. Mm -hmm. And she said, "I, I, that has, like, shaped me. Like, I still can't shake that. And I just, like, the dad in you, the human in you, right, wants to reach out and just oh gosh and you remember so now we're to alan versus pharaoh a decidedly different level of severity of course but these the when the innocence of a child is is broken that is really really heartbreaking and infuriating yes
0: exactly anyway I'd like to say things are going to get better from here uh, as far as our show goes. Oh, great. Are <laughs> and they? The, and the tone. Well, yes, they are. But I saw something, and I absolutely has, have to say something. Okay. It has to do with bad parenting, Yeah. speaking of, uh, and an elephant. I will tell you what it is. It'll infuriate you as well when we come right back on My Talk one oh seven one. morning. Welcome back. It's us, Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I have a story, and it's gonna make you mad. Uh-huh. And here it comes.
2: Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? If you, you see you, so Time for if you, you
0: see something, say something. With yeah. Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. All
2: right.
0: <laughs> On Friday afternoon in San Diego.
2: Ah, whales.
0: <laughs> a 25 year old guy named Jose Navarrete jumped a bunch of barriers at the San Diego Zoo. Oh,
2: stupid already. Very bad idea right now.
0: To get into an elephant habitat. Oh, my God.
2: What a death wish?
0: Right? Oh, but wait, there's more. He brought his two-year-old with him.
2: Son of a bee.
0: Once they got inside, an elephant roared and actually charged them.
2: Oh, my gosh.
0: Jose ducked through the gate to get back out, away from the elephant. In the process, he dropped his toddler... The elephant wound up getting just a few inches from her before Jose was able to grab her. Um, nobody was hurt, no people, no elephants. Jose was arrested on Saturday for child cruelty and endangerment.: oh I think we have a little bit of a clip of mm-hmm. how it went down.: Yeah. Oh, oh. Oh.
2: oh. oh. Uh, Like, get
0: out of there, you idiot. To get a picture? Yeah. Yeah, just to get a picture.
1: Like a selfie.
2: Is that that why? I'm Bradley Trainer,
1: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
2: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He was doing it? Yes. Because there's a woman saying, like, Jose, stop. So he wasn't in, like, an argument with the woman, oh, was he? Like, I don't I'm gonna... think so.
0: No, I think the purpose was to take a picture.
2: Right in heaven. I, mean,
0: I mean, he should he be has arrested. To have mental.
1: Issues. Yeah, it makes yeah. you wonder. Don't
2: you think? To Absolutely. Get in to, to an p-
0: elephant enclosure with your baby. What is the matter with you? Anybody ever noticed the size of an elephant?
2: Actually, I have. <laughs> Ask me more questions about like zoo animals.
0: It's the size of a house.
2: Yeah. Well, <sighs> well not yours.
0: Thing has to. Right, mine's multi. <laughs> Mine's like three elephants. <laughs> okay.
2: That's how we need to describe Donna's properties from now on, <laughs> okay. is how many zoo animals is it? I By want. the way, I, I wanted to uh, take the children to the Minnesota Zoo on Sunday morning. So they go to bed Sunday night. I go in. I order a membership. We've had a membership there before. And I was like, let's get a membership again. This will be great. I get it. I pay the $155 or whatever it is. Yeah. And then... I go to a reserve the next day, and I should have looked, but the next day was sold out. And I was like, "Okay, bummer." How about next weekend? Uh, sold out all the way through all of their available dates through I think April 11th.
0: Oh, wow! Sold out. Well, that's so good for I, the zoo.
2: It's bad for me.
0: Yeah, but we don't care about you. Oh. I have
2: a. Um, now I just have a membership. I can't get in.
0: Well, I can't get in. Do it in the summer.
2: Oh, and it's blazing hot. Yes. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I was just surprised. Surprised, so many people. Good. I love this zoo, were... I'm love so the zoo glad too. That they're
1: to capacity for whatever. Me too. Whatever yeah, that they're means doing great for them right now.
2: By the way, speaking of, here, here's something, say something. I I don't know why I randomly thought of this, but I thought, how many times Donna gets away with nobody cares about you, we don't like you, Steve, all that. And I thought, <laughs> um, you know how you used to keep track of all the things that I would say to yes, you I off would air, keep a Donna, list
0: and then I'd read it at the end of the year, like things like,
2: you know, I am growth, you are atrophy, things yeah. like that. That. Yes. Um, And I thought, if I could just have remembered... It usually (laughs) happens after a game, if I beat you in a game. But it would be great (laughs) to get this compilation of Donna, the nice one, on the team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) shut up, Steve. Nobody likes you. Yeah, but everybody
0: knows I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Donna. You know you're my baby buddy, boo!
2: Don't talk to me that
0: way. Okay, (laughs) I have another story that I would like to share with you. Sure. Tell me what you think of this, because I definitely have feelings about this. Okay. Kylie Jenner who is worth about $900 million, um, asked her followers for help to raise money for a friend of hers, okay? All
2: right.
0: Um, So her former makeup artist, um, Samuel Rauda, got into a major car accident and he suffered serious brain injuries and he has a lot of medical bills already with a ton more on the way. So somebody set up the GoFundMe And Kylie chipped in $5,000. And then she asked others to donate as well. Now, the original goal was Mm $10,000. So she put half in. And it's now raised over $100,000. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Um, And it probably helped immensely because Kylie put the word out and she's got a gazillion Mm -hmm. followers. So now this debate has started over whether Kylie is a hero for helping to get those donations up. Or if she was selfish for asking other people to pony up and not giving more herself when she could easily afford to discuss.
2: I have thoughts. I do, too. Um, I think this is wonderful, what Kylie Jenner... Me too. And it's lovely that she put that money down. And just because you think you know someone's financial picture, and even if Forbes has printed about it, doesn't mean that you dictate what their generosity is, not to mention the amount of things that you don't know, the generous things that people do that you never see. Right. So that's one thing. But also, and perhaps more importantly, is think of all of the people who otherwise would not have given and engaged in the act of helping someone else. That is life-giving to the person who receives help from all sorts of different people, and it's also life-giving to you as the giver. So I think that Kylie, sure, she could have easily just solved the problem like that, but sometimes what we do in life is about more than just solving the problem. And so she encouraged a bunch of people to be a part of a beautiful act that is giving sacrificially to someone in yes. need. So I think this is great.
0: You said it way <laughs> more poetically than I ever What were said, you going to have... say, Donna? Say, um, like you would say. I was going to say to hell with them (laughs) (laughs) boom no that's um, why we make a good team basically the same thing but i wouldn't have said it as graciously um i feel like we don't know if there's a component where if kylie would have paid for all of it if it would have made that person uncomfortable Mm
2: -hmm. you know that's a good point to bring up yeah
0: Like maybe they were like, yeah, please don't, please don't pay for all of it. It'll make us, you know, because then it makes you like, let me put down
2: some and let me encourage others. Exactly.
0: That's exactly how I feel. I feel the same way when you make assumptions about people just because they make a lot of money. It's none of your business. You don't know their whole story. You just don't know.
2: It's. You also, there's not a compulsion to give to every cause either. We talked about this last week at Petco when essentially they say, do you want to let this dog die? What do they say? Do you right, want to say, $5? Would
0: you like to what? save an animal today? Yeah. yeah. And, and so, the choices are yes or no.
2: Which means, do you do you, <laughs> you want to save an animal or check the other box? Do you want to let that animal die?
0: Oh my God.
2: That's how it reads, right? It's We're yes. like, oh gosh. You're but I've gotten out. comfortable... Now just saying no to things, and I give to other things, yes. and I'm just, yeah. I'm just, I'm comfortable. You, you there don't now, have I to think. give an
0: explanation, right?
2: Yeah. No, but, I think this is great. What Kylie Jenner did. Don, what her. do you
0: think?
1: Um, I am torn. Um, but I like. I think that you guys have changed my mind. I'll say that because uh, at first I was thinking about that she carries around birkin handbags that are fifteen thousand each. I'm like, oh, that's just four purses for her. <laughs> <That's, okay. laughs> um, or she could have asked her sisters to and mom to have pitched in and brother, like, hey, can you all give ten thousand mm-hmm. and then we'll get this done. But I like the idea that. She's giving a gift of letting other people participate yes. and do something good. That's okay, that's a bigger feeling, and I like that, yeah, that by the too. way,
2: I understand the compulsion of us to react and say she's a like a billionaire. Forbes said she's the youngest billionaire, just take mm-hmm. care of it yeah. i get I get that, and she could have just given the ten thousand, but now we have this anecdotal evidence that her not giving that actually created more giving like more of a, a higher quantity yeah. a mm-hmm. higher total, yep, yeah, if it is in fact now over
0: a dollars yeah
2: right yeah. all
0: right. Good talk, guys. All I thoroughly right. enjoyed this segment today with you.
2: Yeah, it was fun to do it.
0: <laughs> you got more to do, though. Really? Oh, I gotta go. Don, no, bye, no I'll come
2: with you. No! Okay, I need I'll you. All, All right. right, bye,
0: Dawn. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, when we come back, uh, what makes a song an earworm? Mm. And how do you get it out of your head? We will discuss in the beat up next on my talk.